Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we talk about what's on everyone's mind. Disney World, Disneyland, and all the parks around the entire world have closed because of the coronavirus pandemic. We talk about how we feel about it, what's going on, what you need to know, and what we think about the future. We don't have any of the answers, but we're here to talk and listen, so thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time. Find all episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. We'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. Connect with us anytime, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at WDWDeciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. I'm Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. Welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So today is a special episode of Disney Deciphered Unfiltered that we are releasing to all of our listeners. Uh, normally our unfiltered episodes are only for our Patreon subscribers, which you can check out at patreon.com slash Disney Deciphered. But obviously there's a lot going on. We've got a lot of thoughts. Our unfiltered episodes are generally thoughts on the general comings and goings of the parks. Um, and we don't, for lack of a better term, prepare for them as much, or we kind of just talk about how we're feeling about things. We're less fact-based. We did actually pull a lot of facts for this episode because there's a lot of important things going on but yeah just to let you know that these are extraordinary times and so this is uh, not going to be a normal episode so let's get started with the big news all of disney's theme parks are closed almost everything disney related is closed all around the world leslie uh, what is the latest what is going on right now as we're recording yeah, as we're recording, and this can change on a dime as we're as we've learned in the last few days. Disneyland is closed. Its last night was Friday night, March the fourteenth. Disney World is currently having its last day today as we're recording on Sunday. It will close on Monday, March sixteenth. Disney Cruise Line is shutting is shut down now at this point as the time we're recording. And of course, all the international parks. Although I know Shanghai Disney is having a little bit of a sort of soft or, or partial reopening at this point but Aulani is still open as far as I know but that could change that's right even Adventures by Disney is suspending all trips up until March 30th I think officially Disneyland and Disney World are closed until March 31st though most people think it's going to be longer than that and Disney Cruise Line sailings all the way through April 12th are all canceled so just up to a week before uh, I was supposed to sail on Disney Cruise Line before we kind of get into things, just to talk a little bit about kind of Disney's Deciphered and the future, we plan to still release episodes as normal. I think even though we're not sure exactly when people will be able to get back into the parks, number one, it's a bit of an escape for us to plan our trips. You know, we've been doing it for two years. We plan our trips even though we don't necessarily know when they are. And number two, I think hopefully for some listeners, it'll be helpful just to have a little escape from what's going on, whether you're uh, quarantined at home with your kids or, you know, having to go to work because uh, you do one of the many important and essential jobs that are out there. We have less and less things to do in this country. Obviously, it's a crazy time. Disney World has only closed or Disneyland has only closed four times in the past. And um, this is like the first time all Disney parks have been closed around the world. And so uh, we just want to be here for you and also to be sensitive to the needs of our listeners. So if you don't feel like listening, uh, feel free to check back in, you know, when things are back to normal. For sure. These are truly extraordinary times and all of us are trying to find the new normal and the new normal changes every hour <laughs> for me at my house at this point. And uh, logistically, we have two episodes that we had pre-recorded before kind of everything went crazy. And so we'll be releasing those. And then after that, we may do regular programming. We may talk about 
things to do to keep Disney in your life when you can't go to the parks? I don't know. We will uh, figure out as we're going along. Here's a time to insert uh, a sort of funny anecdote. As of last week, I became a travel agent, and I said this on one of those episodes we pre-recorded, and it seems like I may have picked the worst week in the history of travel agents to become a travel agent. So Yeah, for sure, Joe. I'm not letting you pick any stocks for me or anything that involves timing at all, ever, in my life. Uh, yeah, but uh, when you get to go back to Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line, or anywhere, really, uh, if you'd like to book your trips, uh, feel free to send me an email as the Joe flies at gmail.com. But yeah, just pretty, pretty hilarious. But what are you going to do? All right, so let's talk about what is open. Not everything is actually closed. The theme parks are closed, but you know, what kind of Disney related things are open besides Alani, like you said? Well, at Disneyland, everything is closing, including the hotels. I think as of the time we're recording, they're open for 24 more hours to allow people to make arrangements home. So Disneyland is really completely shut down the whole resort. So Downtown Disney as well? Good question. Downtown Disney is actually, as of the time we're recording, still open, although they've gone to reduced hours. But that could change at any moment and, in fact, maybe obsolete by the time this airs. So keep checking on that. Yeah, and at Disney World, the parks are obviously closed, but the Disney World resorts plan to remain open. Disney Springs also plans to remain open. Going along with that, like uh, the monorail is running, although not all the lines like the express line from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom isn't running. And they're still running buses and boats, I think, although the uh, Skyliner is shut down. But yeah, it seems like the Disney resorts will still be open, even though the parks are closed. That's right. I mean, I I wonder to what extent and how that will change over the coming couple of weeks. But for now, I guess if you want to be at a Disney World hotel, you can be. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to be. Yeah. So I think now is a time for, I think it's important for both Leslie and myself to talk about why we believe that the Disney parks needed to close. Um, Leslie, do you want to kick that off? Sure. Well, I can at least give you the California perspective. I mean, we have a lot of coronavirus cases here in California and I was surprised Disneyland made it as long as it did, given the declarations of emergency that were happening across the state and the escalating number of cases. I mean, I truly think it was a public health need, an immediate one, probably one that was a little bit even too late in acting that needed to be done in California. I truly think this was probably a dance that was done between public health regulators and the Disneyland authorities for many days. And I'm I'm frankly surprised it didn't happen sooner. I know that obviously a lot of people's vacations have been impacted. And I know there's like a lot of money on the line. You know, we are blessed to be in a situation where we probably will be able to go again. But you know, we talk about it all the time. Disney vacations are once in a lifetime things. And you know, our heart really breaks for people whose vacations have been interrupted or maybe completely canceled because of this. But you know, our view is the real worry about this virus is that our healthcare system will be overwhelmed, our hospitals only have a certain number of beds, we hope that you've seen some of the articles out there about flattening the curve right now. Essentially what that means is because this virus spreads so easily and spreads a lot through people who are actually healthy, more people get sick than hospitals are ready for. And so things like closing down schools, closing down big events, concerts, Disney World, that's an attempt to slow the spread of the disease so that our hospitals don't get overwhelmed. And both Leslie and I really believe in that. And even though, you know, we are crushed, I uh, I cried when the Disneyland announcement came out because I was just so relieved that, that they had made that decision. But we really do think it's what's best for the 
country in the end. We know it's going to be really hard for a while, but it's the best thing to really limit and slow down the spread of this disease, which is going to get worse for a little while before it gets better. And we are look forward to Disney World being open when that time comes. At this point, I should add to I had a Disneyland trip of my own planned for the weekend of March 19th through the 22nd. Um, And this was, you know, I go all the time. So no big deal for me to cancel. But I was going with my godchild's family for her third birthday is the trip that we've all been planning together for a year. So I understand from a personal level, from my travel companions, people who were really disappointed, these once in a lifetime, these special vacations being canceled. But I believe very, very much so in the need to not overwhelm our hospitals and our health resources. I come from a a family of doctors and have been talking with my own father quite a bit and reading a lot of the things that he's reading. And, um, this is a sacrifice. In fact, my traveling companion for this trip is in healthcare herself. So we uh, really want to support those people in this time. And I, too, am really relieved that the parks have taken this step. And I'm willing to endure the personal sacrifices, and I hope other people will, too. Yeah, I mean, in the end, our personal sacrifices, I think, are silly. Speaking for Leslie and myself, our personal sacrifices are silly in relation to what is going on in this country and the overall health of the country. I, too had to give up a Disney vacation. You know, I had a multi-generational trip planned with my sister and her family and my parents. We were going to go on the Disney Magic in April. Um, That won't be happening. And that trip uh, will never be the same because if we get a chance to take it in the future, there will be an extra child added to the mix. Not mine, thankfully. So, you know, these these things happen, but this is one of those cases where history is going to be bigger than anything we remember about our own personal lives, in my opinion. For sure. Well said. And and it's also amazing, I should add at this point, we're, we're kind of getting into the, all the personal stuff now. It's amazing to me to see how my own views and perspectives on this has changed so drastically, even just from where I was a couple of days ago. I mean, a few days ago, I was still thinking, possibly we do the trip and came around to the, well, it's only responsible that we personally cancel it. And not long after we came to that decision, Disneyland announced that it was closing. So I understand everybody's perspectives, what they may have thought a week ago or (laughs) said a week ago is very different than where they are now. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I guess, kind of the type of stuff we'll talk about in Unfiltered Normally. But Leslie, for me, this has felt a little bit like 9-11 in slow motion, just in terms of, I think when 9-11 happened, it was when I was like, oh, shoot, like, we as Americans are like, not invincible. And that's kind of happening in slow motion for me, because obviously, that was one event and one day. But, you know, over the course of the last like week or two, I think my, not fear, but just my realization that We are as vulnerable as anyone when it comes to things like acts of God and acts of nature. And so, you know, it's been pretty crazy, uh, emotionally at least. For sure. I mean, I remember 9-11 very well. It was the year that I had just graduated college and was living in D.C. at the time. And I've been, I think people will naturally make that comparison if they have that experience. But 9-11 happened, and then we had to figure out how to move forward. And what's so paralyzing about this crisis is that every day how to move forward is changing, and we don't know when to say, this has happened, and now we're moving on from it. It's going to be many weeks of this being drug out and trying to decide how that changes our lives and our travel and and everything. So it's harder for me, I guess, in some ways because of the uncertainty and not being able to plan for the future. As someone, I mean, obviously we have a Disney World planning podcast. We like to plan and this is not going to allow us to do that for a very long time, not only with Disney, but with everything in our lives. 
This reminds me of, I don't know if we mentioned it uh, before on previous episodes, but that episode in the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, where they were talking about how Tokyo Disneyland Resort had to close when there was that huge uh, tsunami and earthquake in Japan, and they had that nuclear meltdown at... uh, Fukushima. Fukushima, yeah. And so, you know, the whole country was shut down for a while. And I remember watching the guy who was in charge of Tokyo Disneyland Resort getting emotional about how, like, saying when Tokyo Disneyland Resort opened, it was like, now is the time. It's like the country is back to normal again, or it's getting back to normal again. And so, you know, I do think Disney is really important because I look forward to the time when Disney World and Disneyland open again, because to me, that will signal that the sun is shining again and we are getting back to normal, even though it might be a a new normal. Yeah, I think that's right. I think a lot of us are looking forward to those things that are special and magical in our lives to signal that this long national nightmare is is over. And I don't know how long that's going to be right now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the positive things that Disney is doing to do its best to make cast members and guests whole um, while their parks are shut down. So number one, on the trivial side, uh, did you see what hit Disney Plus this morning or actually late last night? Was it Star Wars or was that? No. So what hit? You can pay for you can pay for Rise of Skywalker early, but for free, well, with your Disney Plus subscription, Frozen Two is uh, ready for you to view on Disney Plus. So they dropped that early. Um, oh, just I saw for that. Everyone who's stuck at home. I saw that days ago, Joe. Come on. You're way behind the news. Not it's yesterday. Officially, it's official. No, but yesterday is the day that you could start watching it. it. Um, so they're doing things like releasing stuff on Disney+. Plus. I'm actually, I'm half wondering whether they'll end up releasing. They probably won't because there's too much money involved. But I'm like, oh, will they release? Because they pushed back Mulan's release date, which I was super excited about. But, you know, I'm not sure whether they will put Mulan on Disney+. Plus. They've also said they will pay their cast members for the next couple weeks. What about annual passes and cancellation policies? What's going on with guests? How is Disney making them whole? So Disney has already announced that for annual pass holders, the validity of their pass will be extended for the you know two weeks or so that the parks are closed. As a Disneyland annual pass holder, my par- pass was supposed to expire at the end of May, and I will now have into early, really into mid-June. So that's wonderful that they're doing that and uh, not something that they had to do. And I know for people who are on monthly payment plans that they're sort of pausing their ability to have their, their requirement to have to pay, which is great. For tickets, I know they're refunding people who of course had tickets to go during like or packages and things like that to go during the closure time. I don't necessarily think they were funding for people who are beyond that, but the tickets are good for quite a long time. So, you know, it's it's not like people are can't reuse those and even if your the tickets are expired, you're still allowed to use the value of those tickets towards new tickets many years into the future. So- Remember, Disney World is on that date-specific ticket thing. So what they've done is, if you had date-specific tickets between March 12th and March 31st, and I'm assuming if the park remains closed longer than that for whatever dates, if you had already bought date-specific tickets, they are extending the dates, I guess. They're basically turning them into any-day tickets up through December 15th, 2020. So even if you were supposed to use them, say, starting on March 20th or something like that, you can go anytime between December 15th. And then, like you said, Leslie, um, you can always get a credit back for whatever tickets you bought to use for future tickets. Disney Cruise Line also, since they canceled all those sailings up to April 12th, they are offering either a full refund or a 125% 
cruise credit to a future cruise 15 months in the future. And this is where uh, the one reason why becoming a travel agent right now was good because I keep getting these emails from Disney about exactly what the cancellation policies are and things like that. Also for like packages, usually you can't change your Disney World package. You know, we talk about this all the time. We say don't package your stuff at Disney World because you can't cancel after 30 days. So they've relaxed that to like seven days for your cancellation policy. And really, for the most part, if you need to change your plans because of this, regardless of what the official policy is, if you ask, you're probably going to be able to get your money back. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a little bit of that your miles may vary kind of situation. Like I did hear from a friend of a friend that she was not able to get a refund and she cannot go again for a very long time. So that's frustrating. But for the most part, I mean, Disney is doing a great job. And also, you know, I I haven't had any experience with undercover tourists to find out what's going on with them at this exact moment. But I am always in contact with Getaway Today. And they are just like working completely over time to take care of people. And they're waiving their usual, you know, cancellation fees for people who haven't bought the trip insurance if they just want to reschedule their trip, which is like above and beyond. So a lot of these organizations that sell Disney trips are just really going the extra mile for customers. And I can't imagine you're really lucky, Joe, that you're not actively a a travel agent right now because the travel agents I do know are just getting crushed. I mean, they're not, they're not sleeping. They're not, they're having to be on hold for four hours there, but they're taking care of, of their customers. Yes, let's just say that the Facebook group of my travel agency is pretty happening right now and uh, not in the positive way. But yeah, it is tough. Do be kind to your travel agents and be patient with them. They are doing the best um, for you as these cancellations are getting processed. Yeah, I'm surprised your friend didn't get a refund. Was that for a hotel or for tickets? It was for tickets, but you know, it's sometimes one of those situations where people don't know what question to ask or what to ask for. So you and I, of course, are more experienced with the hang up and call back. So it's sometimes just you need to keep trying. So, I mean, let's talk about, you know, what advice would you have for people whose trips are canceled right now? I know, like you said, for yourself, obviously, you will be back at Disneyland sometime, maybe not with the exact um, group that you were going to go this week. And for myself, same thing. We will probably use our future cruise credit, but it does kind of change things. You know, what kind of advice would you have for people who are rescheduling their plans, both practically and maybe, um, I guess, mentally? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard depending upon what your circumstances are. I mean, I think a lot of people who are rescheduling, say, Disneyland trips are people who live in locations like I do, Northern California or Arizona. It's not so hard to think about maybe taking a Halloween trip or a holidays trip. That's not so far out, but it's far out enough that we expect that this is going to be behind us at that point, um, hopefully hoping and praying that. But I think it may help some people to go ahead and pick a date far enough in the future that they're fairly confident in it and go ahead and make that plan and feel like they aren't, you know, their money is not just sort of sitting there unused. I think some other people may be more frightened and that's fine. People's mental state is going to be different reacting to this and they may just want to bank the credit and not think about it for a few weeks and then, you know, that's good too. So whatever your situation, do what you need to do. Yeah, I mean, I can talk personally. We have a trip planned in late September. This is with my wife's family. Um, We convinced this will be actually the first time we've ever traveled with my in-laws and we'll also be traveling with my sister-in-law and her family. And so we have a trip planned in late September. And so right now I am planning it as if that's going to happen. I really 
have to believe in my heart of hearts that things will be at least somewhat back to normal by September. Um, and so, you know, actually, now that I say that, my 180-day window for dining reservations is in like three or four days. So I am still planning that. And like I said, kind of at the top, planning Disney vacations for some people and definitely for me is a little bit of an escape and it does give me the chance to kind of think to the future and think to when I'm not stuck at home with my kids. Love them, but it is going to be rough for the next couple of weeks. I think you kind of, like you said, have to go with where your mental state is. But if you do have a trip planned in October or even in the summer, maybe, you know, making those plans, booking those fast passes when you're 60 days out, or at least getting your game plan ready for what your fast passes are going to be, are going to really kind of be cathartic in a way. Because I think Disney fans and Disney planners, it just makes us happy to be planning these trips. <laughs> I think we say all the time, we enjoy planning trips that we don't even go on. So yeah, exactly. And from a personal perspective, for those of us who do <laughs> write travel and Disney blogs for a living, we do appreciate your tra the traffic, you know, during this time, it's been pretty brutal for, as someone in the travel blogging side of things to see what where that's gone. But you should have homeschooled your kids, Leslie. I know, I know. The mom homeschoolers are popping off right I now. I know, they're doing crazy business. But um, one other practical thing that I think I should at least raise right now for people who you know are trying to decide whether to reschedule their trips. I mean, right now, the calendar is probably the most wide open for grabbing some of those maybe late summer or fall or holiday dates. Once Disney parks open again, there's going to be a rush of people who haven't, you know, who've just credited, banked their credit, who are going to want to try to make reservations. So if you're somebody who's in a position mentally, uh, financially to maybe go ahead and look at a weekend and lock it in or a week and lock it in, it may be smarter to do that now, just from a, an availability or a price perspective. And additionally, all of the airlines right now through the end of March, all of them are allowing, all the U.S. airlines are allowing people, if you book a flight now, now to give you one time to change with no change fee. So it's actually a really good time if you're comfortable to go ahead and book airfare. I have a post about it on my website that we can link to in the show notes about the different policies of each airline. But I myself just am going to be booking some airfare during this time especially if it's any airline other than Southwest, which is already flexible, because I know that I sort of get a one-time get-out-of-jail-free card with these airlines that I otherwise would not get. Yeah, that's a great point about planning ahead. Yeah, if you have the ability to kind of book in advance, um, you can definitely take advantage of those um, change fees. Definitely check out Leslie's post. Make sure you read the fine print of the change policies of whatever airline you're planning to book with. But that's a great idea because I do think prices are going to be going down. <laughs> the travel blogger industry is getting hit hard, but the uh, overall travel industry is getting hit really hard, um, especially the airlines. I saw American Airlines is like, shutting down 75% of its international flights starting on Monday. So, And Scandinavian Airlines, which obviously is not an American company, but Scandinavian Airlines is straight up parking all their planes um, for the foreseeable future. So it's going to be a little while. Yeah, I think Norwegian, which is not one that maybe domestic travelers would be taking, but it's barely hanging on. It probably won't survive this. And a lot of other airlines, of course, are cutting major capacity. I think Delta announced it was cutting 40% the other day. So it's going to be a wild ride for the airlines for sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, going to be tough to see. So it's going to be a reality for a little while. Speaking of reality, what do you think the parks are going to look like when they reopen. I think at this point, it's probably silly to speculate when they'll reopen. Aside from what I already said, I do not think it will be on April 1st. But we've already seen news that the Tycho drummers and the juggler guy from Italy and the band in the UK pavilion, like they're all not coming back. 
when Walt Disney World opens again, like they've been told that, what kind of changes do you think we're going to see in the parks? Because, I mean, if you just think about it logistically, it's just reality, right? They're probably bleeding money, and I know they have a lot, but... (laughs) They're definitely going to bleed some money, and so they're definitely going to have some cutbacks in the parks when they reopen. Yeah, for sure. With all the parks worldwide being closed, it's very different than if it was just the U.S. parks or just the international parks. So, you know, I, I do think that there are going to be a lot of a lot of cuts. I'm guessing that crowds will be lower in those first couple of weeks just because some people won't be able to scramble and get there. And that's probably a good thing. I mean, we probably will still need to be, if the disease is still happening in the country, at, at, albeit at lower levels, we still are going to want to be doing our social distancing. So I do hope that people don't flood the parks. I'm a little bit worried about that at Disneyland. I'm worried about annual pass holders just absolutely crushing the parks and not taking things seriously. So, you know, maybe we, we will uh, learn some lessons here in the coming weeks about about that, that will that will change that. But right now, a lot of people aren't taking those social distancing uh, rules and suggestions seriously. But yes, there will be cuts. But I think the demand will be there. And the demand will come back quickly because people do really need a little Disney magic in their lives. And I expect Halloween and Christmas to be busier than ever. Yeah, I mean, I do hope that as the demand comes back, you know, we will see these things come back. Kind of like we saw great moments in American history, that Muppet Show come back for busy times. Really do hope that they will bring back um, these street atmosphere acts that are not going to be around when the parks get back. But as the financials get healthy, really looking forward to seeing um, things being added. And so back to kind of being unfiltered a little bit. It is kind of crazy because... Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway just opened. Rise of the Resistance was like a big deal. This is a pretty bad time for this to happen to Disney. Ratatouille, the 50-year anniversary. I don't know. How do you think that's all going to go? Avengers Campus at Disneyland is opening in the summertime. It was a little tone deaf deaf last week when all those announcements came out um, and the coronavirus is... Yeah, it was the day before they announced Disneyland was closing that all the announcements came out. So yeah, I mean, I guess they couldn't have stopped. But yeah, I mean, how is that going to affect things? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's bad timing. But I think all of those offerings are going to make people want to return to Disney parks sooner than they might otherwise have been prepared to do. So I mean, maybe that's that's the silver lining. But again, maybe not. We maybe we don't want that many people returning uh, super quick. I am super looking forward to seeing Spider-Man flying around Avengers Campus. All right, let's end things on two positive notes. Um, The first is I would encourage people, I was going to put this in Disney Do's and Don'ts, but I've got something else for that. I would encourage people to check out the hashtag CPHelp on Twitter. Basically, the college program, which Disney uses to do a lot of its staffing, did shut down. So a lot of those college kids are going home and they need help getting home. So there's a great positive movement happening on Twitter right now. Uh, follow hashtag CP help. Kids are asking for help and they are getting it from you know strangers. It's just the community helping out. So I encourage you guys to check that out. So that's one positive thing that uh, you can do during this tough time to help out and let's end this episode on a positive note leslie i will ask you the next time you do get to a disney park what what are you looking most forward to whenever you walk through those turnstiles once again oh i mean obviously seeing a castle (laughs) whichever one it is is uh always warms my heart probably seeing my son or my son especially uh meet mickey mouse and give him a big hug that's gonna i'm gonna lose it 
Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's I was thinking Main Street USA, uh, just walking down Main Street in any park uh, all around the world, except for I guess Tokyo Disneyland doesn't have Main Street. But I think uh, that's that's going to be I, I agree. It will be emotional um, when we do that once again. All right, Joe. Well, I guess we should end it with a Disney do or don't. What do you have for us? All right, so I have a life don't. Please don't underestimate this coronavirus. I know right now it doesn't seem like that many people are sick and things are being overhyped and it's an overreaction. But as I heard someone say, if we are overreacting right now, we may never know. But if we are underreacting right now, we definitely will know. So please maintain your social distancing. Try to avoid large groups. Spend that time with your family. Do reach out to those who may not be living with family, elderly, relatives. Um, please don't go see them, but FaceTime them. You know, Connect with people as much as possible. It's going to be a tough time for the country. And so we're here to talk if you need us. And we hope that you are there for your friends and family and uh, neighbors and everyone else as well. Please um, just take care of everyone. Well said, Joe. All right. Please uh, let us know, like I said, if you need anything from us. Also, if you'd like to share with us what you are looking most forward to the next time you get to a Disney park, please email us, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. Connect with us on Twitter at WDWDeciphered, or you can hit us up on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks for taking that time, Leslie. Other than that, I will see you real soon, and everybody else, I hope, on Main Street. Thanks, Joe.